Hello and welcome to Meal Mentor Live. Today we are going to interview Amy. I am Scott Nixon. I am the co-founder of Happy Herbivore and Meal Mentor. And we try to help you lose weight and eat healthy with our vegan meal plans. And I'm going to turn it over to Amy and she's going to introduce you and tell you how she got started. Go ahead, Amy. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Um... I first uh, came to the whole food uh, plant-based lifestyle um, kind of um, just because I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, I had had um, allergies and food intolerances basically um, my whole life. And um, then on Mother's Day in 2011, I basically just said, hey, there's no time like the present. And so I um, came home. And then Googled and found Lindsay's blog and uh, picked what I thought were two just easy recipes of things that I liked. Um, I picked um, the black bean and salsa soup because I knew that was something that I would eat and my family would eat also. And um, the black bean brownies because um, they didn't sound too weird. And um, they were good. And um, my, um, my children, um, my son and my stepdaughter at the time, were 14 and 9. And, um, and so we just kind of went from there. Cool. Very cool. So, I mean, that's I'll incredible. 2011. I mean, that was before we even started the meal plans. Lindsay was, uh, God, in 2011, maybe she had, she had, she'd written her second cookbook, but it wasn't well, actually yeah, published yeah, yet. Happy Herbivore cookbook was out, and that was when um, Everyday Happy Herbivore was being, uh, I think, pre-released. Yeah, that's that's incredible. And so she's got the little Herbie necklace, so that's that's really old school right there. Yeah, back in the day. So. Um, yeah, that was like 2012, I think, whenever we, we, we sold those. So that's a long time. So uh, so long time. Wow. And I, what I think is interesting is that you, like, immediately, just like one day, you just, boom, you just, like, switched to it and just, like, committed to it and have never turned back. I think that's really fascinating. What was it – what was the single kind of thing that kind of drove that or, you know, what was kind of the, the lead up to why you decided to do that? Um, well, I, I've always been lactose intolerant and, um, I also with red meat, um, I, I always would get sick when I ate red meat and, um, uh, that kind of, um, so I really, ha and I'm, I'm allergic to seafood. <laughs> so a lot of the things I couldn't really eat anyways. So, um, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm one of these people that um, it's, it's, I don't want to say all or nothing, but um, I have clinical OCD. So um, it's, it's kind of with, with structure and rigidity, it's, you know, to where it's like, if, if I see that it's this or nothing, um, to where it's, it's very easy for me um, to abstain okay. from something. And if something makes me sick, um, I'm not going to keep eating it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, and yeah, kind of like I said, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. And I really kind of felt that, um, I, I remember once, um, saying, you know, that I felt like food hated me oh, and that yeah. it just, it was just so sad. Cause you know, that, um, also, um, I, you know, okay. I just mentioned, um, the clinical OCD. I also, I also have PTSD and, um, I struggle with depression, um, or I'm managing depression. Um, but it was just really, it was, it's really hard because so many people use food as comfort, but when 
you know, when you, when you turn to food for comfort and it just literally is making you sick. Um, it, when I, when I went and started trying different foods and it was like, Hey, wait a minute, this is making me feel better. And, um, I was, I was in my early thirties when, um, which I'm 42 now. Um, and I had, uh, let's see in 2011, it was May of 2011. Um, I was getting ready to have another surgery. Um, and, um, that was the thing. It was kind of like, I had had all these medical issues and it was just so frustrating because I was like, I'm in my thirties. Why are there so many things that the doctors kind of can't say what's wrong? They're like, Oh, it must be this. And, you know, I remember kind of seeing once I kind of started getting into veganism, um, that, you know, is that let food be thy medicine. And I just really grasped onto that. And it was like, you know, and it was kind of that everybody kept saying, well, you're a picky eater. And it was like, well, I'm not. Um, it's just, I hadn't really tried things that I liked. And then it was like, well, wait a minute, I do like this. And, um, one of the funniest things I remember happening is when I would start thinking about, um, greens, um, like spinach and collards and, um, which being from the South, um, collard greens and, um, Brussels sprouts and that my mouth would start to water. And it was like, who who am I? Who, who did I become? And, um, uh, one of the things that my husband and I, you know, there was there was this talk show once, and there was like, you know, can't have broccoli without cheese, and and that's such a southern thing, you know, that you have to put cheese on everything, and and I remember, you know, it's one of the I think all vegans or all people that are plant based is, you know, everybody always says, you know, well, well, I can't give up cheese, and I, I for me again, being lactose intolerant, it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, please don't make me eat cheese because I'm going to have this horrible digestive. Um, you know, distress. It's, but I remember, you know, kind of that macaroni and cheese, which then, um, you know, realizing I was celiac because I would, you know, it's like macaroni and cheese was like the trifecta, like pizza. It was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be so sick after eating that. Um, which now I'm like, okay, I don't remember what the original question was. No, no, um, no, that's good. Well, <laughs> it's funny because you transition right into the celiac stuff and how that's a struggle. Because, I mean, we definitely have a lot of people that have intolerance, maybe not to the level of celiac, but, you know, I mean, that's a big challenge for a lot of people. So, you know, you know, I guess one of my questions to you would be, like, what are some of the tips or what would you suggest to people who are, you know, trying to incorporate or take some of the, you know, the grains out of their diet, so to speak? Yeah, Um. well, I think if you suspect that you have, you know, that if you're gluten, if you're gluten intolerant, if you're gluten sensitive, or if you may be celiac, it's first, of course, you need to eliminate and determine and, and have yourself tested. Um, I, I, I did elimination first, and then, you know, I, I you have to be your own advocate because um, if, if you aren't your own advocate, um, your doctors are content to just say, well, it's IBS, it's this or it's that, and just let you be miserable. Um, no one else cares as much about your health as you period. And it doesn't matter what it is. Um, I am my own advocate, whether it's my teeth, my skin or whatever part of my body, um, or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, so I, I had every, every test to where it was finally, um, uh, endoscopy and DNA that, um, that diagnosed my celiac um, disease. And so um, in terms of um, uh, how, 
Uh, oh gosh. Yeah. And I, I am extremely um, sensitive um, when it comes to cross contamination, and I'm also uh, intolerant to oats and corn. So I can't have um, even the gluten free oats or any corn products. So um, it makes things really interesting here in my house. Um, my son is not, um, he's never been tested, but he um, he does eat, um, we'll just let the- Don't, don't worry about it. Don't we'll still get it. that, yeah, it's probably a telemarketer anyways. Um, or my mom saying, hey look, Amy's on Facebook. Uh, so, um, oh, which reminds me, hi Dorothy Sue, if you're watching, uh, that's for my four year old niece. No, um, um, absolutely. Yes, but um, so yeah, uh, my son, uh, he is lactose intolerant, but he does still eat things like ice cream or pizza. Um, he's 21, so I can't tell him what to do. Um, but uh, he, at, at home, he does. Okay, let me stick to celiac. Um, one of the things um, I do have, uh, I, I, I do eat brown rice and sometimes the brown rice tortillas, which um, the brown rice pastas. Um, but I, I try not to eat. Um, I don't eat them often. Um, and if I do eat like a brown rice pasta or like a brown rice tortilla, I only do like one a day because it is very difficult for me to digest. Um, I prefer potatoes, 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 potatoes. Um, and when it comes to like uh, the recipes, um, hands down, anything over potato, uh, zucchini is a great um, like spiral, like spiralizing the zucchini, um, you know, any, any, anything you can make into a noodle, um, cauliflower, um, doing like the cauliflower rice, you can always pulse it in your um, uh, processor or, sure. just, or, or don't. Um, I, I know with like the different blueprints that just came out, um, Lindsay did a lot of um, substitutions and things like that. So like for me personally, um, on the blueprints, they were great because I have to swap so many ingredients out because there are things that I can't have. So because they, um, there were things that I know for people with that have IBS that may not be celiac or gluten sensitive that have it, or FODMAP. I know that that's an issue too. I think those blueprints, even if you're not trying to lose weight, that there are issues that people like me or or that have other issues that those plans worked really well for, for issues like that. Um, now my husband or my son, uh, my son recently moved back in. Um, they, um, neither one of them have the allergies or the um, sensitivities that I have, but yet they, I love them so much that they are very, very, um, sensitive to the fact that my cross-contamination issues. So we do have a gluten-free house. Um, my son, my son's room is now down in the basement. Um, and so there's, we have a refrigerator down there. And so if he does bring something that is not vegan or that isn't gluten-free, he doesn't bring it up here okay. into the okay. kitchen. Um, I like so, that physical separation. That's a, that's a really smart way to handle that. Yeah, yeah, because since my surgery in 2016 and me having the flu twice this year, um, it's just my system has just not been quite the same. Mm -hmm. um, so, and my my husband, um, he, because um, I've been vegan since 2011, and he, um, or whole food plant-based, um, and he became whole food plant-based in uh, 2013. Okay, awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, 
It's wonderful to hear. So I want to just stop really quickly and be like, if you guys are enjoying this interview, you know, thumbs up it, heart it, ask questions if you feel like it. Um, while you know the the important the most important part of this interview these interviews is that that we we get you know everybody's personal experiences and we share because there are certainly other people out there that have intolerances and aller like serious allergies and and have this experience where they they don't understand why they feel bad and and that they they it's just a long journey to figure out that food that that connection to food making them not feel good and it's not even just like you know, like you could be eating very healthy, uh, you know, in a very good way, and that that food is still maybe bad for you because, like, maybe you, you know, something has gluten in it and you just don't know, and it messes you up. Or you know, broccoli, like that's something that's obviously something that Lindsay has issues with. Is um, if it's in ends up in like a veggie burger or something like that, then you know, you just don't you don't know that those things are there, and so you know it's a struggle, and so you have to be vigilant, unfortunately. And so I think it's good for everybody to hear those those different. Um, experiences and how, how you kind of manage that so um the you know i know you you just mentioned uh your husband transitioning so can you tell me a little bit about like how you helped him with that and you know maybe anything he struggled with and um actually when brian transitioned um he he actually just went well i can't say i, I want to give him credit and say he went cold turkey but because I had already been plant-based for two years or a little over two years. And so um, he had already been eating plant-based at home. And so the only time that, because when when I decided like, hey, this is what I'm doing. And (laughs) because I am very headstrong and just, you know, this is what I'm doing. And, you know, I won't say like, and and if you guys don't like it tough, um, but it was the, this is what I'm doing. And, if you guys want meat and cheese, then fine. I'm just not going to touch it or cook it or buy it. So if you want it, you add it. And so he was like, okay, cool. All right. Then I guess, you know, and so, and at the time he was work, he was a uh, federal government because we, we live outside of DC. And um, so, yeah, I guess, he, and like I said, the kids were 14 and nine and, um, so yeah, it wasn't like anybody else is going to be preparing it. So I was like, awesome. Everybody's just going to eat what I make. And they did. And, um, so, I mean, obviously, you know, kids would eat whatever outside of the house. Um, and my stepdaughter was only here, um, every other weekend. And, um, so yeah. And yeah. so, so, so we, yes, you, and obviously if we ate out at restaurants, people got whatever they wanted. Um, and so yeah, when Brian, uh, when he, in 2013. And so, um, he said, okay, I see how, how difficult this is. Cause that was after I had had my celiac diagnosis. And he said, you know, I, I really want to feel what it's like for you because I, he was like, wow, you know, now that with your allergies and this, and he was like, wow. And now with the bread. And, um, I just recently, um, I had to see a cardiologist, um, because of, some heart stuff. Um, and so, um, now, so yeah, we, we found out I may have to give up coffee. <laughs> and so, you know, I was like, really, I, I can't have coffee. Um, and so we don't know for sure yet. Cause I, I only have the one, I only have like the one a day. And so it's like any time that we find out, like there's like one more thing. Cause it was like when I couldn't have like corn tortillas and it was like, and then I was like, well, 
corn's not good for you anyways. Um, so yeah, it's like, and, but then it's like, oh, come on. It's like, really? You know, it's like coffee. It's like, that's my one thing. And so now, you know, now I'm like, okay, fingers crossed. Nothing happens with soy. Um, but it's like, you know, and so then we look at, you know, like one of the things that I love, um, that Lindsay had talked about several years back on the, um, the podcast was looking at the flip side of deprivation. And, you know, so when that whole thing came up with the coffee and I said, well, what would I rather have my one cup of coffee or a long, healthy life so that I can, I can have, you know, my life with him and all the things that we want to do or, you know, that cup of coffee, but live a shorter, unhealthy life. And it's like, okay, done. You know, just, I'm, I'm going to, you know, get out of my pity party. And so, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, no, it's, it's totally difficult to give, to give things up and especially things that you're really invested in. And it's one of the conversations that I repeat back to a lot of people most often about if, if somebody, you know, came to you and said, you have to give up yellow squash, you might be like, oh, that sucks. It's not a big but deal. But I can't have green. <laughs> but it's like, you tell somebody they can't have coffee or chocolate and they're like, you know, it's like, I can't do that, you know, and it's yeah, like, you have to grieve it. Yeah, yeah, you have to sit there and say, okay, let me feel this, let me grieve it, so that I can move on. And it's, you know, it's a process. And I remember back in Slim Team, we talked about you have to feel the feelings. But, um, but yeah, but, but, but with Brian, you know, he, when he first, you know, was doing, um, when he first came, it was because it, it was it was part of a fasting thing, and he said, "Okay, well, I'm going to do this," and then he just kept with it, and um, yeah, and, and, and he's never looked back, and he's done really well. Now he struggles, he struggles with sweets, and because I think for him, you know, it, um, we both have had issues with emotional eating and overeating, and I think that's something everybody does. To where it's like, I won't say like, "Oh, well, that's his thing" or "That's my thing." He's definitely a sweets person. To where I'm like, "Oh, potato chips, French fries," um, but yeah, he's he's a sweet person, or he's like the, "Hey, um, um, Brian is a pilot. Um, he." He was hired last year when, because I mentioned he he was previously a federal empl- uh, federal government worker, um, and I can say that he he now um, for the last year um, he's a commercial pilot, um, and uh, so when he cause when we saw you guys last year um, he had just had his interview. Um, and so that was a big thing to where then when he was hired, then he was like, let's go celebrate, let's go out to eat. And, you know, eating out is a hard thing for me because of the cross contamination, because not everybody understands, you know, so, you know, you might find somewhere that has vegan, but then it's, do they understand gluten free? Because unless, unless it's a completely 100% gluten free, then it's, you know, there's cross contamination. So it's difficult. Um, but yeah, Brian wants to celebrate with food because he sees it as, well, let me treat you by you not having to cook. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, they're going to, they're going to poison me. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah. it, it's hard. It really is hard because yeah. he sees it as, as, you know, he, his love language is, I want to, I want to spoil you by you not cooking. And I'm like, no, my, my food is safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it really creates a, an interesting dynamic because, yeah. You know, his experience with food is very different from your experience with food. And uh, so his 
response to those things are, are very different. So it's a really interesting thing. Yeah, so, they were like, let's go get coffee. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so I, w- I want to go back to a point you made because I, I think it's a really interesting thing. Um, and you went, you had talked about um, making uh, at one point, you know, uh, uh, both your son and, 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 and Brian had said that they were, Oh, we'll just eat what you eat. And, and, and you're like, Oh, that'd be so much easier. And it's like, that's one of the things is that like literally the, the inertia of life where people just like come home and if somebody's made them food, most people will just sit down and eat it. And if they don't eat it, maybe then they, if they have to fend for themselves, they're just much more likely to just eat what you eat or add something on top of what you've already made. Or, you know, there's just so many ways to kind of attack that. Like once you have food there, then you can be like, oh well, husband or son or whatever, you know, just add these little things onto it, and yeah, yeah, it's it's you can use that to your advantage if if you're the one doing the cooking and stuff, you know, you can use that to your advantage. So yeah, oh yeah, one thing that I really loved with um, I, I will say like with this last with with the first blueprint um the uh the first one that came, not the bikini blueprint, but the one right before it, um oh the shortcut to slim blueprint. Um, my son had just moved back in because it was the end of April. Um, the shortcuts that were on that one, um, I had been, I had had a few servings of, because I mean, my son used to always like, before he moved, because he had moved out for like a year and a half, and he used to always like steal like my portions. <laughs> and, but when he moved back in, um, I had had some servings of the black bean soup. And so he was like, hey, do you have anything to eat? And I was like, yeah. And so he like ate all of my portions of the black bean soup. But with the shortcut, the SOS um, instructions on there, and I had told Lindsay this, um, but he he was like, and so I showed him like how he could make his own portions with that. And so he started making his own of that to where now he's like, oh, and, and he's like done all these variations to where because um, I had had it, pr- I had printed out that whole like um, plan, and I leave it sitting out on the counter next to the refrigerator. And um, so with the and Brian does it too um, when he's traveling. Um, but but yeah, so it's it's like changed to where now it's like I don't have to do as much for him because I mean also with the fact that he lived on his own. But um, he makes, but that that's like his like favorite thing now is that he makes is that that black bean soup from the the blueprint um with the shortcut not the like having to stovetop cook it but to where i was like oh this is so great um that he does that um and full of the other ones but it's i'm like oh i don't have to do this as much because it's, it's it's huge it's you know that feeling that 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 responsibility and accountability that he has now for himself that you know, like, hey, I made this. Um, yeah, the, the the more effort that it takes to make something, that makes you the more likely. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh. Uh. And then it, the interesting thing too is also it's like once you've done it once, now you feel like, oh, that's yeah, it's not so hard, so I can do it again. And so, some some of this, it's almost like I think it's important to just have somebody like cook with you or maybe have them help you. And then it's like, Oh, they see, they see that it's not that difficult. And especially with uh, like, that's a big part of the meal mentor recipes. And I couldn't couldn't make fresh ingredient meals at 21. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of, you're like, Oh, I don't know how to cut things. And I don't know how to like, I could not chop an onion at 21. And my mom would tell you that. Although I don't want her chiming in on what I could or couldn't do at 21. (laughs) 
that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I think I had done yeah, some we'll, baking. We'll delete those that. comments. Yeah. 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 I think I had done some baking as a kid, but not not nothing um, too crazy. So uh, to try to get us towards a little more towards wrapping up, I, what I want to know is like if if somebody's just getting started today, what would you like? What would be kind of like your paragraph or whatever, like your really quick advice to them? Um, focus on one thing. Um, don't, uh, keep it simple. Um, don't try to do too much. Um, and do not compare yourself to anyone else. Um, your, your journey is not going to look like anyone else's. Um, I think those are probably the most important. Um, and yeah, um, one meal at a time. Um, I love that. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah I, I can't take credit for that one. Um, I remember somebody saying that um, several years back. I think that was done in like 2016 during Slim Team, and it was just so good. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, I wish I'd had that like when I started. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Important, you know, because it's like, you know, because, yeah, I mean, er- everything is just one step at a time, one meal at a time. And, you know, it's like it doesn't have to be perfect. And um, there was also something um, – um, Marianne, um, who was in, um, she was in Slim Team, but she had said in our little shortcut group last night, um, or a few days ago, um, but that um, it was talking about how you know weight and that, but it was, and I had kind of it kind of made me think, and um, but you know not all the weight that we carry is physical, you know so much of our weight is emotional. And, you know, um, tying back to something I said earlier, you know, that um, with, with OCD, um, it's, it's an overwhelming sense of responsibility and it's the burdens. And so, you know, it's like focus on yourself and take, you know, take care of you. And so it's like when you're focusing on that meal, it's, it's the, you know, what is your goal? And it's like, you know, don't try to be perfect. It's, you know, Lindsay talks about progress, not perfection. So it's like it's zeroing in on that thing. It's like what, what is your goal? So, you know, and I probably just kind of lost everybody right now. No, no, no. But, but yeah, it's, it's just kind of that what what are you trying to do? So it's like don't don't try to eliminate, you know, it's um, don't try to add too many things. It's like with resolutions, everybody's like, I'm going to do this. And don't try to add things. Just kind of remove one thing at a time. Um, yeah, and, exactly. And then you'll, you'll get where you're going. But just kind of take one step at a time, one meal at a time. So. That's wonderful. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. I, I know that you know that these interviews are important because it's about hearing people's story. It's about hearing you know how they overcame these things. You know what their fi- family dynamic is and how they you know deal with all those things. And so it's really fascinating to get to hear your. Um, you talk about you know the the allergies and the celiacs and you know dealing with all the gluten issues and then you know how you incorporate and get your son and kind of balance all that. I mean that stuff is hugely valuable and I know everybody um, appreciates it because we're already at like 47 like thumbs up so we would want more of that. I got nine loves, nine hearts, and all that. So that stuff is great. Um, not many questions, but you know th- these things don't normally have a lot of questions. I, I I'm always looking to improve the format, but you did a fantastic job and I really appreciate you being vulnerable and, and sharing your, your your story and I know everybody's going to get a ton of value out of this um, and if you're just new to Meal Mentor and Happy Herbivore, if you go to uh, happyherbivore.com we, we 
we blog pretty regularly. We have lots of great information. If you're interested in meal plans, go to getmealplans.com and uh, download the free sample meal plan, and we'll be here for you. And we've got a great community. Um, once you become a Meal Mentor member, you know there's this this uh, very active discussion group that you can get in there and ask questions and get help and uh, kind of share your own personal stories and struggles as things happen. So thank you again, Amy, for being here. We really appreciated this, and uh, it's been great uh, to uh, to have this discussion with you today. So have a great day. Thank you. Great. Thanks.